fraternal greetings and a warm welcome to you. We're glad that you could join us on the Ashlers podcast, a space for the world's oldest fraternity to shine some light through Masonic paper readings, discussions, interviews, and more. Freemasonry is so old that our lifetime wouldn't be enough to capture its grandeur in the entirety. However, all things great should begin somewhere, and so we are thrilled to start off with season one, which will focus on Freemasonry and its roots in India, one state at a time. As a disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed here are solely of the participants and do not represent any official positions including those of any grand lodge or constitutions thereof best efforts have been made to keep the conversation on the level for brethren and non masons alike Hello and welcome folks to another episode of The Ashlers, India's only Freemasonry based podcast. I'm Shishir and I'm Ranesh. All right, so this is another interesting episode guys because we will be discussing a very interesting paper by uh let me get the title first. So the paper is titled Freemasonry and Religion. Now I'm sure there'll be a lot of people out there uh you know who might be really interested to know the correlation or the connection or the confusion behind freemasonry and religion so i think this paper should really help uh, bring in more clarity although in season 1 uh, renesh and myself have touched upon this topic in one way or the other so those of you listening to us for the very first time i would encourage you to check out those episodes too i think it's uh, episode 1 episode 2 uh, as well um so you can listen to those but this paper throws in more light more from a scholarly standpoint all right so this paper is written by brother jiveshwar nath choudhary he is from lodge sanchi number 247 which is in bhopal madhya pradesh india all right so before we go headlong into it why don't we have a bit of a a uh, premise of what this paper is all about so rinesh over to you thanks uh, shishir uh, when you and i were looking at the papers which we wanted to talk about we found this paper which was freemasonry and religion and i like the way uh, brother jiveshwar nath choudhary has actually written this paper he doesn't go deep into it but he doesn't just give us a bit of an icing he actually gives us enough information which is required so the paper technically is divided like in three parts the first part obviously talks about why religious why the topic of religion is being discussed in this paper second in a very brief note which is very difficult first of all is to talk about the history of religion from where each of these religions would have come up and then finally he talks about three different tenets which is believe believing in god the immortality of the soul and finally the brotherhood of man which is what freemasonry is all about so these are the three major elements of the paper and we are going to discuss these three elements in our talk today so hold on a second rinesh uh, why are we talking about religion in this paper do you want to elaborate a little bit on that yeah i i remember when uh, 
I think in a second episode of our first season, one of the FAQs was why exactly this religious concept comes. And I, I don't remember the exact question which we had received from our listeners, but it was all about what do you guys do? One thing which were very clear about that we will never discuss religion and politics inside a Freemason meeting. And today, you and me are discussing about religion in a podcast. Yes, exactly. it is definitely outside the meeting, but still we are discussing about it. And your question is absolutely right. Why are we discussing religion? So listeners, religion, even though you want it, you like it or you hate it, it is all around you. What exactly is religion? Religion basically means binding people together with a certain faith, certain things which you do. So much so that that word religion itself comes into some of our lines. I religiously get up in the morning at 6am to go to the gym. That itself means that the word religion has more than what you and I can just think about. It cannot be, what should I say, encompassed in a small building. It cannot be encompassed in a temple or a church or a mosque or a gurudwara. No, it is more than that. And that is exactly what you and I, sorry, what Shishir and I are actually going to discuss for you guys. So when we bring the religion aspect, we are not talking about a religion. We are talking about the teachings of the religion, which is what matters, which is what we need to learn. It might not be there in Freemasonry explicitly, but those teachings are actually available in most of the charges which we give, in most of the understanding of the interlying factors of the stories which we hear, those are the things which help us understand the overall moralistic way of living better. And that is where religion comes into place. No matter you talk about Christianity, whether you talk about Judaism, whether you talk about Islam, whether you talk about Hinduism or Sanatana Dharma, or you talk about any of these religions, there are some underlying factors in each of these religions. Things which clicks those are the things which we try to understand. And as Shishir was asking, why are we discussing? We definitely don't discuss it explicitly in a Freemason Lodge. We discuss it in a very different style. We discuss it with the understanding of those stories. We discuss it with the explanation of those stories and bring an attribute to it which helps us in learning on how to live, how to live a good moral and a better life that's very well put uh, Pranesh and you know picking up from the paper I think uh, brother Chaudhary has done a really good job of actually throwing in some light on the uh, you know brief history of religion like you know if I were to condense it you know keeping in light and how the paper has brought it up he tries to go back to the very origins of religion as a concept mm. from the very beginning as far back as possible right? it goes back and talks about the abrahamic religions how they started out and how they have branched out so much in today's time like christianity for example there's so many different uh, offshoots and branches to it right same way you know religion also has actually evolved from where it began it, he he says it's like the the tree trunk that branched into a beautiful tree, right? So it shows how humankind is trying to make sense of the world around him. That is one. The other thing is also how humankind recognizes the fact that there is some higher power in this world much bigger, 
much more powerful than what a normal person could ever be right a belief in a higher being a god a messiah what one might call it is again up to what the person chooses to call that higher being but nevertheless the underlying factor remains the same that they believe in something much bigger than them now on that note if we also look at like from india you know we we have several different religions even within india hinduism being one of the biggest ones right even within mm-hmm. hinduism there are so many beliefs so many stories about the origin of the world and you go to yeah. the bible and there is another story of the origin of the world right again who started that world now in hinduism you might have several different gods but they are all again all powerful right so that's one beautiful aspect of uh, religion that has been delved into this paper which i really liked about uh renish you want to add to that yeah uh you know when you spoke about this whole tree concept right religion is exactly a tree but i would like to name the tree it's the banyan tree actually the, that banyan tree has so many branches then they finally find its own roots they just go deep in the ground and then finally some there are times when you actually will not even understand which is the main trunk of it that's exactly what religion is all about and that is where the beauty of that religion is it has so many things in it it has actually taken so many things from the main trunk that at the end of the day it does not matter where it comes from it only matters what path you are choosing and how is it helping you and that's exactly what we talk about in freemasonry honestly freemasonry doesn't care whether you are taking a path or you're taking a b path it only matters to them or rather it matter it should ideally matter to any human being as a matter of fact for you shishir and for me at the end of the day it only matters is what are you doing in life are you doing good in life that's it nothing else now is if you are going to harm somebody that's where you know where you have to draw the line just ensure that you behave with others the way you expect them to behave with you it is very simple and i think that's the biggest uh, equation or rather the best equation which you can ever have with anybody the moment you treat somebody with respect you know or rather you do it only because you expect that other person also to treat you the same way and that's what matters and that is exactly what is spoken in the paper as well yes uh, brother choudhury has actually gone into the detail of talking about certain uh, religion and from where it actually comes how exactly it dwells so it we obviously saw the whole idea of judaism then how from there out the offshoot of christianity comes and then from there an offshoot of islam comes out so abrahamic religions in one place then obviously the crossing the indus river you have india and that had their own set of rules own set of principles and there were so many people who actually made sure that they all connect together some of the ancient text in india right they are from 1500 bce that's really really old but those had philosophical element in it which really propounded to those folks who were able to like i don't think till date people are able to comprehend those stuff because it actually talks about various aspects of how to live a good life how to do certain duties which are required from you all those aspects have been added by scholars i would say and these scholars had all the time in the world to contemplate on what is going around with them and the best part was they used to debate about it with others 
so there used to be a time in india where the sects were different right you had people who used to follow shaivism who used to follow god shiva then there were some folks who used to follow god vishnu so vaishnavism so these were all separate but then came a time when they started interacting with each other and brought in elements from wherever they want now what does it actually showcase it showcase a development it showcase maturity that i don't want to be in only that pond and consider that pond to be my world i want to expand that horizon and that is exactly what the best part about freemasonry is in india at least especially in the grand lodge of india we keep five books five volumes of sacred law and that five volumes of sacred law are for the five major religions which are followed in india for hindus it is obviously the bhagavad gita for christianity it is the holy bible for islam it is the holy quran for sikhisms it is the guru granth sahib and finally for parsis or zoroastrian religion it is the zend avesta now why are these five books kept not because there are five members there are some people from different religion who will but also for the fact that you know your path you follow that path and you do good in that path but the best part is all those five books have to be kept open when the meeting is on now obviously that doesn't mean that it is open for everybody to just come and stand there and look at it but that showcases the the inclusivity what freemasonry is all about it brings in aspects from all of them and the best part is you can actually go and interact with a christian brother in your lodge or a muslim brother in your lodge or a hindu brother in your lodge and discuss about it that i read this thing can you please explain that to me because i was not able to comprehend it there might be things which i might not understand but this freemasonry has ensured that it has given us that understanding that maturity that i can talk with another person without having to get angry or uh, defensive about certain aspect because we have learned things from each other and that is the most important lesson which at least for me in freemasonry or rather what freemasonry has taught me about religion that's very eloquently put uh, rinesh and you know you actually touched upon uh, one of the things that's very clearly given in the paper now there are three important points that the paper brings up and renesh and myself will go over them now what renesh was touching upon in many ways is uh, about the belief in god even i spoke about this a few minutes ago now to the point uh, and coming also from the paper standpoint here is religion and freemasonry one and the same thing this is a question that i have seen in many different very good online. question yeah <laughs> very good very common and often repeated question in fact you know uh, you go to any uh, online forum this question often comes up is freemasonry a religion or what is the religion of freemasonry you know these kind of questions so what's the god of freemasonry that's also i got i yes. received that yes so you know till now we have given a good amount of chunk talking about religion um and we did that even the paper and again we are keeping the paper here as a base now the reason why we did that and why the paper does that as per our understanding is to draw a very clear line freemasonry is not a religion freemasonry does not have a religion there is no specific god in freemasonry it's a common denominator you know while freemasonry is not a religion the people who join freemasonry are definitely religious in one way or the other 
they might be yes. ultra religious they might be lightly religious that's up to them <laughs> it is a brother's own journey what masonry emphasizes is that you have to have a belief in a much higher being someone that you feel is all powerful and takes care of the universe in one way or the other how that higher being does it what you call that higher being uh, that supreme power what is the image of that freemasonry will never meddle into those thoughts it doesn't get into that because it is that brother's personal belief and it is limited to that brother's beliefs and thoughts and ideas what masonry focuses on emphasizes on and cares about is that you believe in someone much higher than yourself and you believe that doing something for the betterment of human kind not just human kind for you know your community the the country you live in humanity in general the earth as a planet that we live on taking care of that and all of those good things right that you are someone who believes that you want to contribute in a positive way bring in a positive effect and that is the kind of people it tries to bring together in one roof saying that we are all coming under you know this broad noble purpose what you believe in how you believe in how you practice is up to you but the fact that we are coming together even with those different beliefs to make something happen together is what is important that is a belief in god that freemasonry is trying to bring in so i hope that makes things clear and i think this particular paper brings that in in a very good light you know it's it's a paper of 3 pages but i think in those 3 pages it has tackled this topic in a very profound manner the next one is about the immortality of soul and i'll give that to renesh unless renesh wants to add some more points to what i just said what do you know i think i i think you have done a, a perfect job of uh, comprehending everything i think there is one point which i just want to add there listeners freemasonry offers no path of salvation that job that work is done by that religion maybe that work might be done by whatever you want to believe in freemasonry doesn't dictate that it is not dogmatic please remember that that is exactly what is mentioned even in the paper when i come to the point of the immortality of the soul again freemasonry doesn't come up until about the immortality of the soul it has learned those things from the various books which are available the religion itself if you look at the way the belief is look look at christianity christianity believes that a soul either goes to heaven or hell after death depending upon your actions in this world hindus and buddhists actually believe in incarnation so there are many things which are there but most of the time you will understand that people have that kind of a belief that this soul which is there in us right that might live on and tomorrow even if you come up and say yes i don't believe in that it that also gets destroyed it might go back or whatever it is fair enough the best part about freemasonry is we are not going to come up and shove that idea in your throat and come and no 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 that is not how it works out if you want to believe there is no immortality of the soul fair enough we don't have an issue because we understand everybody has a set, has a way of thinking deciding and working on it please be my guest please be our guest understand what matters is how do you take these things and make sure that it actually helps you out and that is what matters the most 
that's that's an interesting point you brought in uh, renesh and just to draw one parallel you know as you were saying that i was thinking about this if if someone believes that okay once i'm dead i might go to heaven or hell but then again what determines that our actions in the present what do i do right now if i yeah. go and hurt someone then obviously i'm not going to heaven for sure because i've committed sin right mm-hmm. but for someone who believes in reincarnation uh, if i recall this correctly it also means that you keep reincarnating because of your actions in the present in the current right. life that you have right you can't be a criminal in this life and say okay i'll reincarnate as someone else and life will be hunky dory at that point of time that's not necessarily <laughs> again what it means it's the objective is to keep getting reincarnated until you achieve moksha isn't it that's what the paper also yes. very clearly puts so i think the common denominator here is that regardless of what you believe what is more important is what you do in your current life what you do right now you know if you're out there in a position to help someone and you do not help whether you believe in reincarnation or hell or heaven you are still not being a good person if you're not helping out if you're not doing your bit isn't it if you're going around and being a criminal hurting people it's not going to help you either which ways so it still yeah. comes down to the fine point that be a good person and become a better person and that's again what masonry says making good people better now talking about people here's the point that i really liked in the paper that brother uh, chaudhary has brought up he says about the brotherhood of man and the universality of religion there's a line i want to you know specifically talk about let let me read that verbatim the line says every religion propounds the love of humanity every religion propounds the love of humanity now think about that sentence just for a few seconds you pick up any book no book says that you should definitely go and hurt someone you know in one way or the other in many different ways it says that you know try to be a bunch of people who are coexisting and are thriving together so that is also something that masonry is trying to emphasize i brought this point up earlier as well right the freemasonry emphasizes that we look at everyone in a in a single uh, in a singular focus in a simple way without saying that we are better than them no we are not better than anyone no one is better than us we are all the same like we say in masonry staying on the level on the level meaning everyone is on one level plane rinesh is no higher or lower than me same way for me for anyone else that i think is a common denominator the brotherhood of man any religion might say anything else but when we come together we are all brothers in arms with different ideas tastes and thoughts but marching hand in hand towards one common goal the betterment of the world that we live in shishir just to add to this whole uh, line which you just mentioned which by the way and literally explains everything about this paper every religion propounds the love of humanity there are many of us who would like to debate about it no it is written somewhere something like that no it was written in that one something differently i would like to just tell one thing please understand that this book whichever book you are quoting or whichever note we are quoting could have been written at a time when it was different you cannot look the world from that eye today it's very difficult it it cannot be 
because that literally means i want to just go back in time and try to see the world of today from that perspective which is not possible i cannot look that world from today's perspective you need to understand that those things were done in that manner maybe because it was done in that manner and that is when you should start understanding why was it written like that why was it written in this different style and if you are not able to comprehend it either ask another brother or ask somebody understand them don't need to argue with them because argument is not going to help any one of us that's the ego which we will never be able to remove and that's exactly what any of these religions going to always talk about the funny part is we sometimes ignore those good things and we only concentrate on the bad things and that is when the entire premise of whatever you want to learn from any religion just falls down so let's concentrate on the good stuff now with that in mind there is one paragraph which is really beautifully written by brother chaudhary and i would like to read that verbatim here the concept of brotherhood in freemasonry is derived from these teachings which we just spoke about the three grand principles or tenets of freemasonry are brotherly love relief and truth let me just bring that point by the way i'm just coming out of that whole paragraph right now so brotherly love is the meaning the meaning itself is worldwide brotherhood and by the way when i say brotherhood doesn't mean that women are not included it is basically taking care of your fellow human beings yes i know the word brother is added over there but that's just a generic term which was used at one point of time that is what brotherly love is all about what is relief relief means helping others that's it simple i i don't want to even go into detail of what how whom should you help and whom i shouldn't help help is help whoever needs help and if i can help please help that's it and finally truth what is the meaning of our existence what is the major thing which is actually happening around us and that truth sometimes religion is able to help us in understanding sometimes our friendship is able to help us that in understanding there are many things and that is exactly what truth is coming back to the paragraph which i was talking about continuing by a tenet of freemasonry it means some teaching which is obviously true and universally accepted that we believe in without question brotherly love relief and truth is very standard there is no question asked you need to if possible make sure that you help others if possible take care of the people around you and when i say if possible doesn't mean that i just because i don't want to i'm not doing it no that is not how it works if possible means if i have the capacity or the capability to do it do it that is what matters that is what means if possible there are some examples which he has written here right like anybody who obviously wants to read more on this or understand this paper please reach out to us we will be more than happy to share this examples lie everywhere about us about these three things good health is better than illness a truthful man is more dependable than a liar it is better to save money than to waste it an industrious man is more useful than an ideal one education if to be preferred to ignorance see these are some of the examples why these things are just universally accepted these are but few of the countless example of teachings that no intelligent man can possibly question everybody takes them for granted those are tenets and that is the tenet of freemasonry brotherly love relief and truth i'd like to add one point rinesh and i'm very glad you actually brought that up and that's important to bring up as well right so the point that rinesh brought up was that if we talk about religious books yeah some places they might have written something which might seem contrary to you know some other line which says love all humans as yourself 
and you know so it might even seem contradictory or what not and uh, renish i think that line which you mentioned right it was written at a time which was very different from ours and True. as humans what and this is my personal belief i'm not referring to anything here but this is my personal belief which i want to just uh, you know bring out here by saying that human beings have one enormously amazing gift it is that you know white squishy muscle between your ears it is a human brain <laughs> <laughs> the human brain is capable of many things reasoning being intelligent connecting the dots coming up with ideas creating new things are a handful of many other things it is capable of what i'm trying to say is whether you read anything about anyone or any religion or you read anything out there there is nothing in the world stopping you from doing a few very basic things one think about it in whatever way possible second question it when i say question it you can ask yourself some questions that might come to your mind but you can also go and speak to other people and bring your questions out there and to renish's point earlier he said you need not argue you don't have to be right always sometimes you just don't know the answers and you want to find out the answers which is okay if you don't go out looking for answers you don't go out chasing questions we will be stuck wherever we are we will never grow and a human if you see the history has always grown at a time when killing criminals was a very normal acceptable practice to today where even war criminals pows are actually having rights and you know people uh, they they can actually sue their captors you know we have come to that level where you know those, even such people have rights just imagine how far we have come so take it for what it's worth but at the same time also keep in mind that whatsoever is out there what is it basically trying to say ask yourself is hurting someone actually good for whatever reason no we have laws we have rules and regulations in place to take care of things we have government agencies to take care of things lawyers police they are all there to do something that you are not supposed to do right so think about it use your mind you are a human being you are an intelligent person uh the other one thing that renish was talking about the brotherhood of man and the word brotherhood right <laughs> now uh the thing is brotherhood or brethren again was a word coined way back right uh, at a time when people really felt that men are far better well in today's in today's time you definitely can see that men and women are equals right they can do anything that we can also do so uh, it just so happens that this word is such but i'm sure if we were to coin a word that meant all of human kind then brotherhood would not probably be the term it might be something else so bottom line we are all humans first we are all people with emotions with ambitions with ideas so let's see each other's uh, let's see each other as humans first than anything else 
that i think is one big takeaway i got from this paper really short about you perfect i don't think i can put anything else in that because you just added everything your last line we are humans first let's not use the name of any uh, principles which you have been following to hurt anyone that's it humans first completely agree so with that folks we come to an end towards this wonderful paper by brother jiveshwar nath chaudhary uh, thank you so much brother for allowing us to discuss your paper in this episode and we give an open invite to any brother out there uh, if they would be interested to have us discuss their paper as part of our upcoming episodes definitely reach out to us our email is there in the show notes and we would highly encourage you to you know reach out to us if you have our phone numbers please give us a call we are part of many masonic groups we keep you know posting our episodes over there so you can ping us through that as well any other person who might be interested to know more about masonry write to us we would love to answer your questions provide clarification so that things are more clear to you uh, alternatively you can also listen to our season 1 episodes we have covered uh, you know a good amount of faq uh, that some people send us some we found online um, so that should answer a lot of questions that you might have in the interim and if there are any feedback on how we can improve the podcast definitely we are all ears uh, like i keep saying we are not professionals in sound editing and these kind of things we are people with regular jobs just following our passion and trying to spread the right information about masonry so if there are any feedback any observations you have please do let us know we would love to incorporate and uh, get better at what we do so with that i would say everyone uh, to stay safe and have a beautiful day goodbye goodbye Well, that just about wraps it up folks. We sincerely hope that you liked our episode and got a glimpse into the fascinating world of Freemasonry and what better way than to hear about it from those who are the humble members of the gentle craft. If you have any queries about what we shared on this episode or generally on this podcast or even about Freemasonry, please check out the show notes for links to the Grand Lords of India's website or feel free to write us an email please do look forward to the next episode